Sorry, I just feel like if I really wanted to watch some show-stopping acting performance, I would watch something that doesn't have Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. You are about to enter the courtroom of the Honorable Judge Kenny J.D. Does she have any movie critic experience? No. Does she have any authority? No. But they gave her a show anyways. The movies are bad. The cases are good. The rulings are final. This is in defense of. Hi! They invited me back. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Kenny here. And welcome to In Defense of a More Butter Production, the show where I sit here as if I have any authority over film, media, or what have you, or law for that matter, um, and talk about whether or not movies that bombed in the box office deserve to bomb. And again, I have no authority, but they gave me a gavel. And I am like a two-year-old. I will use this every chance I get, honestly. (laughs) Keep it real close. Keep it nice and warm. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's. That was our first time. That was my first time kind of playing around with this format. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think this week is going to be, you know, a lot more chill, for lack of a better word. Like, I had a lot to say. So I wrote down a lot and this time I do have a lot to say, but it's the same thing over and over again about how hot The Rock used to be. How hot he is, honestly. Uh, (laughs) But I didn't feel like I needed to write out a whole script for that. So let me know what format do you guys like to the like deep dive film analysis or do you want to just hear me drool? Honestly, I could do both, but it's really up to you. Uh, But yes, again, welcome to In Defense Of. I am Kenny. If you're new to me and this is your first time seeing me, I have a channel called Kenny JD, where I also talk about bad movies. Over there, I talk about bad movies in a beat. The series on my channel where I talk about bad movies, so I put in my makeup on. Whereas here, I sit in a chair and decide, adjudicate, if you will. I know words. um, (laughs) About whether or not a movie is actually deserving of either the low box office that it got the low ratings that it got. Um, And basically, I give myself space to have rather controversial opinions and send it off to the jury, you guys, to decide whether or not I was correct or whether or not you agree with my rulings, if you will. Again, I got the gavel here. Ayo. As a side note, for those of you that are watching in the video screen, my hair is blonde. I don't know, there's something about it that makes me feel very powerful. I'm also incredibly caffeinated. (laughs) So uh, today, by the way, we are ruling over, oh boy, we're ruling over a film that um, I didn't realize was so disliked. (laughs) Not universally. I feel like, well, I remember enjoying it, Um, but it's not like I was, I was seven. So it's not like I had a bunch to go off of, you know, I was quite the film connoisseur at like a whopping seven years old. Um, But today we will be ruling over the Scorpion King. Oh yeah. Again, a movie that I've watched at one time and I didn't recall it being particularly bad. No worse than any other action movie that was coming out. I guess I'm spoiling my ruling already, aren't I? (laughs) But I didn't recall it being particularly terrible. So it was interesting to come back to it and see, you know, is it really bad? Or was I 
just seven and couldn't tell what a bad movie really was. Um, so that's what we're doing today. Arbitrary. I have to do it. Sorry. Between each thing. There you go. Um, by the way, if you would like to have your voices heard, feel free to submit a movie to be examined in court. You can do that in the form of a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Um, and that will give you a chance to be featured down below. What the fuck? That'll give you a chance to be featured on the show. I know words. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I will. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh, they shouldn't. I. It was supposed to be just like a cute little prop thing, but something about it makes me feel powerful and I'm going to abuse. I just. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry. All right. But uh, make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, it really helps to grow the community, particularly here on In Defense Of, but also uh, More Butter. So play along, enjoy, argue amongst yourself. It's a fun time. I love the chaos. Let's go. So let's talk a bit about The Scorpion King. Um, it was a very ill-received prequel. Sorry. <laughs> Again, it's like, it's like, it's a part of me now. <laughs> It was a very ill-received uh, spinoff of the Mummy series, particularly, you know, Brendan Fraser. It was a fun time. I love the Mummy. Um, and it is essentially like years and years and years a precursor to that film. Uh, it's directed by Chuck Russell, written by Stephen Sommer, who also did The Mummy. It, he did The Mummy. He did G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, along with Jonathan Hales, who did uh, Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, um, and William Osborne, who did Twins and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Last one sounds like a hoot. Uh, I'd be interested in seeing what that's all about, because what? And of course, most notably, we have WWE wrestler, superstar, and just overall charismatic daddy, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who at this time was making his film debut. Uh, he racked up a whopping $5.5 million. And at the time that made him the Guinness Book of World Records largest salary for a first time leading man, which is pretty freaking impressive. Um, side note, <laughs> I was super excited when The Rock started doing actual acting because I was a big wrestling fan. Um, well, at this time, I think I was about to get into wrestling, but I knew who The Rock was and I knew it was really hot. So the idea that he was going to be doing a movie where I could just see him oiled up and shirtless, more on that later. I was super excited about it. I was really into it. But uh, anyway, despite the successful box office numbers, however, the movie was not perceived very well and many critics called for the rock to return to and stay in <laughs> the ring uh though it did make quite a bit of money it just wasn't well received critically um the budget was about 60 million dollars production cost which i find fascinating because like why <laughs> the movie uh, side note the movie isn't particularly um it didn't seem to have a lot of things that were, weren't that big of a budget. It, it was a rather straightforward film, maybe a lot of extras, I don't know. But uh, it did rack up w almost $180 million in the box office, so it made quite a lot of money back, like three times the money back, so it is what it is. You know, sometimes box office trash makes money, often it does. Um, but with that said, 
critical ratings, particularly on Rotten Tomatoes, don't look great. <laughs> uh, 41% on the tomato meter based on 137 reviews and 37% via audience, which I find interesting considering I think if anyone was going to give this movie a pass, it would be the audience, but uh, only 37% with 250,000 plus ratings via some critics uh, in regards to the movie, particularly around the time that the movie was uploaded. So 2002, the Scorpion King may look like a movie, but it feels like a food fight. Eh, fair, I guess. It feels very much like barbarian light which is to say it's nothing special at all. It's for moviegoers who like their pizzas with extra cheese. Contains not a single good line or memorable action sequence. Okay, fair, all right. But luckily for us, I am the judge here. Okay, and and though I have absolutely no credentials, I do have a lot of opinions, hence why they have me hosting things. Spoiler, my opinion is I love trash. I love trash. Now the box office success likely comes from the stardom that the movie capitalizes off of, i.e. The Rock, who was a very popular figure at the time. Um, It was nominated for plenty of awards, um, all of which were like blimp awards, (laughs) the Kids' Choice Awards in 2003, uh, Teen Choice Awards type stuff. Um, You know, it also spawned video games. For instance, the Scorpion King Rise of the Acadian for the Nintendo GameCube and PlayStation 2. The video game served as prequels to the movie, which is also a prequel to The Mummy. It's very confusing. Um, And a sequel called The Scorpion King Sword of Osiris. Osiris. For the, I don't know, words uh, for the Game Boy Advance. The movie was also scheduled for a reboot for some reason as well, um, considering it wasn't very well received. Or maybe that's why they're thinking to do it. Um, but it was planned for that in 2020, but obviously COVID set that back. Um, and The Rock was going to be producer this time for whoever the modern day uh, Scorpion King would have been. I don't know if they fully decided to axe that. And they're not, they're just not going to do it anymore. But who's to say? I mean, I would watch it. I think it would be fun, but okay. Why, hello there. Popping in to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Haritos. Haritos Soda, who is quite possibly my favorite soda to ever come in a glass bottle. Haritos Soda comes in 12 flavors, so you're sure to find one that you like. The flavors are Mexican Cola, Grapefruit, Tamarind, Strawberry, Mandarin, Lime, Guava, Pineapple, one of my favorites, Mango, another one of my favorites, Watermelon, Passion Fruit, Fruit Punch, and Jamaica, not to be confused with Jamaica. They're made with real sugar, all natural flavors, and are made with no HFCs. As of right now, my favorite flavors keep changing. At first, I was always like a fruit punch, strawberry girl. Now I'm leaning towards mango or pineapple. So if you would like to try every flavor, you can check it out by going to the link in the description box so you can get your personal Jaritos Fiesta pack at Walmart. Big thanks again to Jaritos Soda for sponsoring today's video. So though this movie was basically said to be nothing special, there are still people that really enjoy the film, enjoyed the film, maybe some that even enjoy it now. And we have to ask ourselves, why is that? Is it because of the crappy CGI? Is it because of the rock 
and his people's eyebrow. Is it the less than ideal execution of things on the film? Well, that's what we're here for. That's what this movie is all about. This is what the show is all about. I'm gonna sit here and try to defend it, theoretically. I have opinions, I have things to say. <laughs> I need to figure out when do, judges don't do this like every time they segue, right? They only do it when they do a final ruling, yeah? But I feel like it's really good as like a swoosh, you know, like a transition. There you go. Anyway, let's talk about the movie itself. So it takes place in a vaguely ancient past before the time of the periods, periods, before the time of the pyramids, quote unquote, um, in which a warrior king named Memnon invades and conquers nearby tribes. Matthias... Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and his brother venture into Memnon's fortresses in order to kill his sorcerer, Cassandra, who is essentially their secret weapon. She's able to be a tactical advantage because she can see the future. Um, but after a failed attempt at overthrowing the king and killing Cassandra, Matthias's brother and friend are killed, which really tears him up inside it doesn't at all <laughs> it's like it's terrible he's really he was nervous we're all nervous sometimes <laughs> um leaving matthias as the last living acadian seeking to avenge his brother he continues on his journey growing to have complicated feelings for cassandra and begrudgingly befriends an annoying street urchin who comes to serve as the quote-unquote comedic relief. Theoretically, he's not particularly funny, but he's there, yay. And what follows is simply good old early 2000s action-adventure chaos as Matthias and company team up with once-rival tribes and kingdoms to take down King Memnon. And lo and behold, Matthias is able to overthrow Memnon, him and Cassandra get together, and he is crowned the king as Memnon has been defeated. That is literally the whole movie. I did <laughs> like, sure, there's other things that are like very quintessentially 2000s, all the like bikinis and shirtless people and tan people. I'm not opposed to that. And mind you, let's bring that back. I like people, like more people, like more shirtless people. <laughs> like, let's do more of that. Are we lacking in that? I don't know. Just more like oiled up people <laughs> on screen. Let's get into it. I'm into it. Anyway, so uh, defense. So here we are. My defense. Um, my defense is that the Scorpion King uh, is a movie... <laughs> It is film. Is it breathtaking? Is it groundbreaking? Eh, it's a no. Depends on what you're there for, to be quite frank with you. True, there is nothing intrinsically special about the movie, especially when compared to other things coming out of like the Mummy series, you know? It's, it's action adventure. It's, you know, some tongue-in-cheek stuff here. It's historical, probably not particularly accurate, um, but it's a fun time. <sighs> but do you know, despite this movie not having a lot of things, there are some things that it does have. And the most important thing that it does have is a half-naked Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sure, sure, I have to ignore the stenciled-on sideburns, the unplucked wig, and incredibly diligently arched brows. But 
but none of those really distract the court from <laughs> the reason I watched this movie in the first place, which was to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson have naked. I and every time, every time I've seen this movie since two thousand two, I've been satisfied with that. What more are we asking? Aren't we aren't we asking for a bit too much? Are our standards too high for film? Have we gotten to the place that half naked men aren't enough anymore? <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm really trying to figure out like when did we get too good for half naked men on screen and that just being the movie? I'm really upset. Like, okay, I I'm sorry. I just feel like if I really wanted to watch some show-stopping acting performance, I would watch something that doesn't have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. Now, and also being that it is his first acting job ever like on the big screen, you know, he's coming from WWE. It doesn't demand much. It is much like a sitcom. Type. Well, there's a very particularized type of acting that you do in WWE. Something very like sitcom adjacent, um skit adjacent and he was leaving that particular acting style and going over to the big screen where he's like the lead of a proper movie and sometimes that shows um transitionally between those two like versions of acting i mean i don't know maybe just people expected better and i don't know why (laughs) like if you expected better Shut up. Like, why did you, like, shut up. People are shirtless and glistening and tan. Again, I feel like as a society, are we asking for too much these days? Like, but in all seriousness, I find it fascinating that this movie is ragged on for being, quote unquote, nothing special. Um, when it's, I don't know, it's an action movie. <laughs> what action movie is particularly special? I feel like all action movies or at least especially at the time, we're given a lot more grace than this movie. Um, I My theory is that being that it is a prequel for a very loved franchise, The Mummy, then perhaps people had, you know, quite a, a high expectation for that. Um, and, you know, it's The Rock. He's coming from WWE. They don't really expect him to, like, do well. He was also, if I recall correctly, one of the first, if not the first, to really make that transition from WWE into like quote-unquote legitimate acting um so he's particularly scrutinized for that and he made a fat check off of that too so again scrutinized for that but my thing is especially of movies of the time it was campy it was cheesy it was again full of half-naked Dwayne Rock Johnson I don't really know what more you want from it and sure it is sexist (laughs) pretty sexist culturally inaccurate very fan servicey but it's also 2002. And again, no more than any other works coming out from the action adventure genre of the time. Um, But for some reason, though it is nothing special, nothing else got called out for being nothing special. That's what I'm looking at here. That's what my complaint is. Sure, the movie's not anything special, but nothing was anything special, but y'all didn't call that non-special at the time. All I'm gonna say is this. The only suggestion really that I have in retrospect is to have um allowed Dwayne the Rock Johnson to have facial hair. That's literally the only thing I would have asked for. Then again, I guess it was hot. They were in the desert or whatever. But then again, he had long hair. It wasn't hot enough to him not cut his hair off. Give him facial hair. And before he started mouthing off and being like, really, is your defense really just Dwayne the Rock Johnson is hot 
tan and shirtless and sweating. And it's like, well, when you get your own court, you can figure out what your ruling is. You can decide what your criteria is. I am the law around here, damn it. I'm sorry. I just, I, again. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry. All right, I'm done. All right. Final verdicts. This movie is a cheesy ball of bad acting. Shallow character development. And storyline. But I still like it, damn it. (laughs) Innocent. Innocent of being worthy of the hate that it received. I like this movie. Was it something new? Was it something revolutionary? Especially in, like, action-adventure? No. Especially not in 2002. But, bitch, let me have this. This movie serves exactly what I expected it to serve when I went in there. I wanted to see campy, culturally inaccurate 2002 movie fun. Personally, the reasons I enjoy this movie hasn't changed in the, what, 20 years that it's been since it's been out. I watched because I wanted to see again Dwayne Rock Johnson nearly naked, barely clothed, sweating, and fighting people. And that's what I got. So stop being so damn picky. Like, I feel like, again, enjoy the eye candy and shut the hell up. (laughs) We're here for the experience, love. Shut up and stop ruining it for the rest of us. Anyway, that's all. (laughs) Literally my defense. The entire defense for the movie is cheesy and campy and he's almost naked. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but with that said, if you'd like to send us a question, send us recommendations for movies that should be defended, or if you would like to fight amongst yourselves, give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify, and perhaps we can read off some of your questions, some of your comments in the next episode. Rack up the engagement. We'd love to, we'd love to hear what you want to say. We'd love your recommendations. It's great hearing from you guys, and uh, I will see you guys next time. Bye!